Listening to the YFYI podcast. I'm your host, Sunny D, in the place to be. How are you guys doing? Just gonna adjust my mic a little bit here. Hopefully, you're doing phenomenal. Where are you at right now? I'm wondering, where might you be? Where do you like to listen to the YFYI podcast? Are you in your car? Well, are you? Are you cruising down the road? Are you on your way to school? Are you on your way to work? Are you on your way home? Where are you? Are you on the treadmill? Are you on a run? Are you going for a jog? What are you doing right now? Maybe you just woke up and you just saw the podcast was posted and you decided, yeah, I'll give it, give it a listen. You hit play. Maybe you're in the bathroom. Maybe you're brushing your teeth. Maybe you're brushing your hair. Wherever you are, I hope this finds you well. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing actually better than awesome. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the YFYF podcast. And thanks for coming back. If you're a return listener, thanks for coming back. If you're a regular, welcome, welcome back, welcome back. If you haven't subscribed yet to the YFYF podcast, maybe you saw this on Facebook or you saw it on the website, make sure you subscribe in the podcast app or if you're in the iTunes store. You look for YFY Podcast, you hit subscribe, then you'll get a notification every time a new episode is published, so you'll be in the, in the loop. And the other thing I wanted to ask is if you have not yet, I know a lot of you are doing this, and I really appreciate it, I've been seeing more and more come in, but if you have not yet, if you have not yet gone into the podcast app and or the iTunes store and left a beautiful review and a little rating, five star preferably, rating for the podcast, please do so because I have some gifts that I want to give you. I'll tell you more about those. I'll tell you now. I'm not going to tell you later. I'll tell you now. I'll give you some swag. You want to get a limited edition iHeart YFYI shirt. Shirt that I wear a lot when I'm on the road doing the book tour. If you've seen it, maybe on my Instagram page at SunnyD1.0. If you've seen it on my SunnyD1.0 page or you've seen it on Facebook or wherever you may have seen a picture. If you want to get one of those limited edition iHeartYFY t-shirts, all you have to do, do a rating, give a rating, leave a review on the podcast app. It takes about 24 hours to post and then once I get it, then I'm sending out that shirt. I'll get your size from you, whatever size you're wearing these days, and I'm sending it out. So definitely, if you would do that, I appreciate it. That helps the podcast become more visible to the masses. And the podcast, really, why does the podcast exist? If you're a new listener, this podcast, it goes in conjunction with my book, YFYI, Your First Year In, The Beauty Industry, How to Not Just Survive, but thrive in the business of beauty. 
really in the, any business. You know, if you're in your first year in any business, honestly, I mean, it's definitely geared towards my people. I'm a stylist by trade, you know, entrepreneur by DNA, entrepreneur by 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 just birth, I believe. But um, it's it's for stylists, but you can really benefit, I think. And one of the people that endorsed the book, Luke Jacob Ellis, who's the uh, CEO, president of Paul Mitchell. He's now running Paul Mitchell for John Paul DeJoria. He, when he, I sent him a copy to his house, he got the book, read it in like 24 hours and sent me this awesome email and said it was awesome, not only for the beauty industry, but really for anyone just getting started in their career. Great information. So that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. He's not a hairstylist. You know, so when I sent him the book, he's a business guy. So I wanted to get his take because, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a business guy. And so I wanted to get his, uh, his spin on it. So that was a pretty cool endorsement. So really, anybody that's just getting started out, I think it could be beneficial because it covers a lot of those things. And then the podcast is for me to expand new topics, ideas that I'm working on, things that are happening in my business, questions that you guys ask me when I'm on the road, doing the book tour, speaking at the schools, people that I meet, Instagram DMs that I get, Snapchats that I get, Facebook messages that I get. So I get to expand on things that are on your mind. So this uh, YFY becomes more of a community involvement. That's where really a lot of the you know, inspiration for the direction I go on each episode comes from. Different things that I've been asked. Or you know, real time, what's going on in my business as I continue to build the Salon 1.0. <clears throat> we go from two locations to five locations and what that all is about. So I get to share that kind of stuff and, it, and things that I learned just working with my team, interacting with them, you know, every single day and what's happening. So that's really how the podcast came about. And now it's went from, you know, the YFY podcast episode one. Did you listen to episode one, the intro, the very beginning? And now we're on episode 88. 88. Can you believe it? Episode 88. So what I thought I would do with this episode today, guys, is, you know, a question I get a lot is I talk a lot in uh, YFY about mentors and coaches. And I share some of, you know, my mentors and coaches and I kind of the difference between the two and why you need them both is actually the title of that chapter. Who knows what chapter that is? Is that chapter number seven? Oh, is it? Is it? Is it? I'm off the top of the dome. I don't have the book in front of me. You guys would know probably. I think it is, but mentors versus coaches. And, you know, I share some of the, the my favorite, some of the reasons why, some of the things I've learned. Um, so people are always asking me about mentors, like who are my mentors, you know. And the other thing I share in my presentation is just about programming your mind, you know, brainwashing, as I say, yourself for success. And a question I get a lot is, you know, what am I listening to? Uh, what am I watching? What am I reading? Now, everybody has escapism, and escapism is fine. So, you know, like if you're, you know, like I watch the New York Giants play or the Yankees or something like that or, you know, UFC, that's escapism. It's, it's a time where you can go and, you know, kind of just occupy your mind with, with something else that kind of uh, switches gears. It's not total escapism because you know that while you're watching said game or whatever, if you have your phone, which right now I, I think 99% of people that have a phone are never within 
you know, are never out of arm's distance of their phone for like any like five minutes. You know, you take it with you to the shower, you take it with you to the bathroom, you take it with you to bed, you take it with you everywhere you go. So with that, if your escapism is like watching a game, you know, you have your phone there. So if you're running a business, or you have your other things going on, your your regular life is happening, you know, then your life is always at your fingertips. So other things, escapism, you know, that you can do. So one of the things, um, like I do, a lot of you guys who know if you're following me, you know, I do triathlons, which is a total escape because that is one thing that I found that if I do, I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm not thinking about other people, my business. You know, I'm not thinking about anything because I'm, you know, swimming, you know, a mile and that's all I'm thinking about in that moment. You know, biking 10, 15 miles, that's all I'm thinking about in that moment. Then running three, four miles, that's all I'm thinking about in that moment. And the distances get greater and greater as you move through the triathlon, triathlon uh, sport. You can get up to, you know, Ironman distances. Now, if you're out there doing an Ironman, you know, you're running, you're, first of all, you're swimming, you know, 2.2 miles in the ocean. That's your first event. Then you're going to bike 112 miles. That's your second event. And then you're going to run a marathon, 26 miles. What do you think? Do you think your brain has any other like thing on its mind than getting the next stroke or the next, you know, foot in front of the other, you know, just pedaling like no. So that's something that I found that really can uh, distract me from everything else that's going on. So escapism. So finding something that you can do um, and if it has positive benefits for you, like triathlon has a lot of, you know, secondary and tertiary benefits like health and, you know, well-being and all of that. And that's another thing. And then preparing for it, you know, it, it tricks me into, you know, training and getting ready for it. So that's a, another thing. Those are those are secondary and tertiary benefits. But it may be something different for you. But one of the things I get, you know, a big question I get a lot is, what are you listening to? You know, what, what, you know, what are you reading? And I do a lot of listening to books on audio because I'm driving a lot. So I do listen to a ton of books, but also have a pretty expansive library at my house. And what I wanted to do today was I want to do a little, you know, a little book review, a little book reading, because there's one book that kind of jumped out to me as I was looking about my library, thinking about what I wanted to, to read. So the title of this book, <clears throat> it's called The One Thing. And the subtitle says, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results. It's by Gary Keller with J. Papasan. I like that last name. Papasan. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a New York Times. It's a, it's a, maybe, the, well, it's, it's a Wall Street Journal, I should say. Number one Wall Street Journal bestseller. So this book, it's, it's pretty awesome. I came across this book, you know, in my quest just for growth. It actually, now I'm looking at the back. It is a New York Times bestseller. It is a number one Wall Street Journal bestseller. It is a number one Amazon bestseller. And it is a USA Today bestseller. Damn, these guys are crushing it. 
So I came across this book. I'm not exactly sure even how I stumbled upon it. But an awesome book. Awesome book. And I wanted to read a little bit because it's a big thing, you know, that I talk about on the podcast. And a lot of people I know if you're listening to this, you know, it's about production. It's about getting the most out of life. It's about success. It's about, you know, achieving your goals, achieving what you want to do, what you set out to do. And so that's the materials that I will read that I have in my library. They really focus on that. They focus on like achievement. They focus on success. They focus on reaching goals. They focus on really crushing life. And so this book definitely does as well. So it's the one thing. So I want to read a little bit of it, give you guys a little um, take on it. It's pretty cool. In the beginning, they have one of the uh, Russian proverbs. If you chase two rabbits, you will not catch either one. So, and just on the inside, you know, cover it talks about, it says you want less. You want fewer distractions and less on your plate. The barrage of emails, texts, calls, and meetings keep you from your most important work. Simultaneously, demands of work and family take a toll. What's the cost? Second-rate work, missed deadlines, smaller paychecks, and lots of stress. And you want more. You want more production from your work, more income for a better lifestyle. You want more satisfaction from life and more time for yourself, your family, and your friends. Now you can have both less and more in the one thing you'll learn to cut through the clutter achieve better results in less time dial down stress overcome that overwhelmed feeling revive your energy stay on track the one thing delivers extraordinary results in every area of your life work personal family and spiritual What's your one thing? Question mark. Do you know what it is? Do you know what your one thing is? So that's just the the inside cover. And I'm not going to read you guys the entire book, but I, I chose an area. Maybe we'll come back to this in a future episode. But I chose, you know, an area in the front here to focus on. And some of the things that the book starts with is, Talking about the one thing, how having clarity, how the author, you know, was that kind of a, uh, not necessarily maybe a burnout, but just things weren't happening and the business wasn't growing or the things that, you know, they, they wanted to do, they weren't really achieving. And he was watching the movie City Slickers. And as he's watching the movie City Slickers, if you guys haven't seen it, it's a comedy where a bunch of guys from the city, they go into like this uh, Western, you know, uh, adventure where they get to go ride horseback and live out in the land for a few days. They think it's going to be a great, you know, idea to get away and uh, Billy Crystal's in it and some other comedians. It's, it's, it's funny as hell. So as he's watching this <clears throat> movie, this is what happens. So he's watching the hit comedy City Slickers and the audience's laughter was rattling the theater. 
considered one of the funniest movies of all time, it also sprinkled in unexpected doses of wisdom and insight. In one memorable scene, Curly, the gritty cowboy played by the late Jack Palance, and city slicker Mitch, played by Billy Crystal, leave the group to search for stray cattle. Although they had clashed for most of the movie, riding along together, they finally connected over a conversation about life. Suddenly, Curly reins his horse to a stop and turns in the saddle to face Mitch. So they're out there herding cattle. So it's like, you know, that's part of the adventure. Like, let's go on this, you know, wild western cattle herd trip. So now they're out there doing their thing. And then, you know, Curly turns to Mitch and they have this little conversation. Curly. Do you know what the secret of life is? Mitch. No. What? Curly. This. He holds up one finger. Mitch. Your finger? Curly. One thing. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. That's my, that's my cowboy, my best cowboy impression. Mitch, that's great, but what's the one thing? Curly, that's what you've got to figure out. Out of the mouth of a fictional character to our ears comes the secret of success. Whether the writers knew it or unwittingly stumbled on it, what they wrote was the absolute truth. The one thing is the best approach to getting what you want. And so now as the author goes in, you know, to the next section, he's got this company and it's, you know, it's not really going where he wanted it to go. And he's, you know, putting in the hard work, he's putting in the dedication, you know, he feels like his life is in turmoil and he feels like he's failing. So he goes and gets a coach. And then the coach starts to do this bird's eye view of what's going on in his life and what's going on in his company. And the coach asks him the question, do you know what you need to do to turn things around? And he's, he didn't have a clue. So when they get together again, the coach has the whole organization charted out, a bird's eye view of the entire company up on a wall. And so then they sit down and then they get into it. And he said there's only one thing that he needed to do. He had identified 14 positions that needed new faces. And he believed that with the right individuals in those key spots, the company, my job, and my life would see a radical change for the better. I was shocked and let him know I thought it would take a lot more than that. He said, no, Jesus needed 12 but you'll need 14. It was a transformational moment. I had never considered how so few could change so much. What became obvious is that as focused as I thought I was, I wasn't focused enough. Finding 14 people was clearly the most important thing I could do. So based on this meeting, I made a huge decision. I fired myself. I stepped down as CEO and made finding those 14 people my singular focus. This time, the earth really did move. Within three years, we began a period of sustained growth that averaged 40% year over year for almost a decade. We grew from a regional player 
to an international contender. Extraordinary success showed up, and we never looked back. As success begat success, something else happened along the way. The language of the one thing emerged. So now this is where the author kind of, he stumbled on this, just having someone take a look at your situation. Because a lot of times when you're in it, you can't see it. You know, a lot of times when you're so close to something, like I know when I'm cutting hair, sometimes I'm, you know, so like you, you almost, you get like almost, uh, it's like tunnel vision, but it's like, it's almost like you get so into seeing something, things start to blur around it. But then if you're watching, if I'm watching someone, so I may not see a mistake or I may not see something that might be obvious that I might need to, you know, correct on a haircut. But then if I'm watching somebody do something, just like in a sport or anything, the person that's watching the other person do it, they can see the mistake from like clear as day from a few feet away. You know, so that's something that that coach was able to point out. And so when he was able to find those 14 people, then he was able to really take a lot of those things that he was doing that weren't really adding up to tremendous value and getting to the goal and narrow those all down to really one thing. And so then we go on to read, having found the 14, I began working with our top people individually to build their careers and businesses. Out of habit, I would end our coaching calls with a recap of the handful of things they were agreeing to accomplish before our next session. Unfortunately, Many would get most of them done, but not necessarily what mattered most. I want to read that part again. Unfortunately, many would get most of them done, but not necessarily what mattered most. Results suffered. Frustration followed. So in an effort to help them succeed, I started shortening my list. If you can do just three things this week, if you could do just two things this week, Finally, out of desperation, I went as small as I could possibly go and asked, what's the one thing you can do this week such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary? And the most awesome thing happened. Results went through the roof. After these experiences, I looked back at my successes and failures and discovered an interesting pattern where i had huge success i had narrowed my concentration to one thing and where my success varied my focus had two and the light came on boom that's awesome so in that and that part that's really kind of where you're going to you know hopefully capture what that one thing is. And the last line, the, the last one of the last lines there, where he said, finally, out of desperation, I went as small as I could possibly go and asked, what's the one thing you can do this week such, as, such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary? And that's a little bit from the one thing. So that's the question I have for you guys on this episode of the podcast. You know, as you're looking at your the rest of your year or <clears throat> you're looking at 
the previous year or you're looking at the next year, you too are going to be focused on what you think is most important at when you think it's most important to focus on it. And you may be right, but what you have to look at is the results. Results are what count. Results are what matter. And if there's some areas that you're looking at that you maybe haven't got the results that you want or the results that you need or the results that, that you thought you could get, then go back to this. Think about maybe there's other things that I'm doing that aren't really in line in a line to what I'm trying to achieve or what I want. Maybe I'm doing what I think is important over here, over there. I'm all over the place, spread all over the place doing all these things. But the overarching goal, the main thing that I'm trying to hit, these things don't support that. So maybe I'm focused on not the right thing, but so many things and not the one thing. So I want you, as you guys are looking out, you know, I do this and I've been doing this, especially since I read this book. You know, I go back to it from time to time and, you know, I read parts of it and it helps just kind of get me aligned. You know, what's your North Star? And what could you be doing that you're not doing? And what could someone else or something else be doing that you are doing? So then you could take that energy from off of those things and identify the one thing. <clears throat> so as you go into this week and you start looking at your goals and we're coming up on the end of the year and everyone's, you know, getting excited about, you know, starting the new year. I want you to start thinking about like do I have a clear defined goal, a clearly defined target? Do I have a clearly defined target? written down to have a clearly defined target identified written down and a time frame I want to achieve it in do I have a clearly defined target identified written down and a time that I want to achieve it in that's reasonable that is attainable and then what are what is the one thing that I could keep hammering at the one thing that I could keep hammering at over and over and over. The one thing that you can do this week such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary. That's the question. So write that down. If you're driving right now, you're not going to write that down, please. Please be safe on the road. If you're running, maybe not right now, but maybe you come back and listen to this. That one question right there. Write that down. Maybe even write that down like on your bathroom mirror. Get a little dry erase you know, marker. Get an get a, uh, index card, a little 3 by 5 index card. Write it down on there. Write it in your notes on your phone. Wherever you take notes on your phone, write it in there. Write it in different places so it's surrounding you and it pops up at unexpected times and you have it in your face. Read it before you go to bed. Read it before you go to bed. Let your subconscious work on it while you're sleeping. Let your subconscious work on it while you're doing other things. Because there is one thing and we all have one thing. So write this down. What's the one thing you can do this week such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary?
but you're going to write it in, in, you know, your present tense. So you're going to write, what's the one thing I can do this week such that by doing it, everything would be easier or unnecessary. I'd love to know what your one thing is. If you guys want to hit me up on Instagram, share with me what your one thing is. Once you identify it, message me. Let me know what that thing is. Let me know what the one thing that you're going to be working on, working towards every single day, hammering on that one thing you're going to be hammering on until you achieve your goal. That's when you stop. When do you let up the hammer? Once you hit hit the target. When do you stop? Once you've hit the target. So hope you guys enjoyed a little bit of reading today from The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. Hope you guys enjoy that. Obviously, you can get it anywhere. I mean, it's all over the place. Bestseller, one of my favorite books in my library I wanted to share with you. I'll do more book reviews in the future. See what you guys think of this. Got ton of tons of books, you know, that I like to share, little snippets, little things that I highlight when I go through them. And think about that question. Think about getting it in front of your face as many ways as possible. And get out there and make it happen, guys. That's what it's all about. So this has been another episode of the YFY podcast. Thank you guys again for being here. Make sure, again, if you aren't a subscriber, subscribe. Share this podcast with somebody you know, love, care about, that you want to get in front of. You want to get get my voice in their ears, disrupt the story they have going on in their head. Please do that. Uh, definitely share it. And again, the review and the rating on the podcast app and the iTunes store would appreciate that. Get some limited edition free swag the iHeartYFY t-shirt for leaving a rating and a review. 24 hours at review post, you let me know. I identify you. I get your shirt size and the shirt is on its way. That's how you do that. It's pretty easy. And then lastly, if you haven't got a copy of YFY, the book, or you want to get a another copy for you or someone else for the holidays, a little gift giving, go to yourfirstyearin.com. Yourfirstyearin.com. Order yourself a copy. <clears throat> Let me know who I'm making it out to. I'll write a message in there. I'll get it in the mail and it'll be on its way. So look out for that too. Thanks again. And make sure you give us a follow on Instagram at your first year in. And I'm at SunnyD1.0. Love to have you follow along the journey where we like aim to keep inspiring and motivating and educating through the content that I'm sharing on those platforms. And I look forward to seeing you in a city sometime soon at a live event. But as always, thanks for listening to the YFY podcast. And until next time, remember the YFY podcast. This is where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening, guys, and I will talk to you soon. One day, baby, we'll be old. Oh, baby, we'll be old. Think of all the stories that we could have told. One day, baby, we'll be old. Oh, baby, we'll be old. Think of all the stories that we could have told. One day, baby, we'll be old. Oh, baby.
So.